Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. <laughs> I cut that part out. Don't worry. No one heard anything. <laughs> All right, guys. What's up? Welcome to the Craft Impero podcast. Uh, you are here with the Viking Aloha. And the Bourbon Cowboy. Very excited to be at this and wait, before we tell them where we're at, crazy location. say something Russian. Dobry vecher. Ah, oh, it was new. Right, yeah. Mad Russian's back, guys. Say hello. <laughs> Shit, man, this is good. It's been a long time. I can't remember the last time I, I was a part of it. Okay, now say all that in Russian. Это не мой первый раз. Я вернулся. I don't believe a word he said. I don't believe a word he said. Yeah, so we are down here in uh, Sulard. St. Louis City? Sulard? Well, this is kind of like State South, South St. Louis Street? State Street area. Yeah. Um, Real close to, I mean, we're probably not too far from Bevo. We're uh, not far from uh, Budweiser. Right there on Arsenal. Very close. Yeah, that's a probably miles. a couple of miles. Yeah. Um, uh, we're just off Virginia. That's an easy way to put it. Uh, you come off Virginia, down Iowa, and uh, come down Alaska, and you're here. Uh, we are at the Haunt here on Alaska in the city and this is a year-long Halloween bar and uh, the inside of this thing is killer we're actually sitting outside on the patio right now it's the, the smoking patio and they have a uh, maze of madness that is set up that runs uh, we thought Wednesday to Saturday but it's running Thursday so maybe we'll be able to get a private little Torsky in there later and check it out, but oh yeah, they got some they got some crazy stuff on the walls inside, man. Like this is kind of it's awesome. You can hang out here any time of day, you'd be fine. But so this is our Halloween episode. Happy Halloween, guys! This is gonna drop exactly on Halloween. Um, we're a few days early, but hey, we got stuff to do. Um, so in Halloween fashion. Um, we're going to do pretty much what everyone else is going to do on Halloween if you're into it. We're all lighting up some uh, monsters. Different different monsters. So the cowboy is smoking the Jason out of the Monster Mash box. Yeah. I'm smoking the Mummy out of the Monster Mash box. And the Mad Russian is smoking the Drac from the Cazadora's limited selection of the skinny monsters. So yeah, they're all monsters. Um, we're each doing one we haven't done on the podcast, and I don't think you've not smoked a Jason before. No, you've not smoked a Drac before. Uh, not in this size, not okay. this Vitola. Well, you've done the you've done the Lancero, yes, and the skinnies, right? It's the only ones I've done. Yeah. yeah. So, and I've never had uh, uh, the Mummy in this size, which is really interesting. Man, that's weird. I don't know. So we're sitting out here. Uh, like I said, we're right here at this um, little outdoor bar. We got a pour here of, uh, what is this, 101 Wild Turkey? Wild Turkey 101. Let's get our inaugural cheers. Yeah, let's get into some cheers. Halloween shit, man. Yeah. Let's do this. We'll talk some costumes. Oh, yeah. We'll talk uh, some hooligan. We'll talk some shit. 
not a bad drink. To it's not. It always takes us back to that that jam we used to joke about. Um, but uh, um, yeah, Halloween is my. I think collectively, it's probably the three of ours favorite time of year. Um, dressing up and decorating is cool and all that, but I'm a huge horror movie buff. Everybody knows, like, I love... If a movie can scare the shit out of me, I'll buy it. Like, I love it. I love it. If you can scare the hell out of me in a movie, like, you're, you're, you're touching a demented side that just you can't fucking find anywhere, right? I love every piece of it. And, uh... So Halloween's always fun in that aspect. I always get excited when the new movies come out, but I'm not gonna lie, this year, Halloween releases on like Prime and, and Netflix and shit, kinda weak, man. Kinda weak. Oh yeah, Halloween kills. And that movie was great, right till Michael Myers' 1970 video game murder scene. <laughs> okay, have you seen it yet? Yes. Okay. It's on Peacock, right? Yeah. That's that one. Yeah, yep. yeah. so yep. when he comes out, you know, Lucy kills him, just shanks him in the back, he's dead in the doorway of the house. Everyone's like, yay! Then he stands up. There's eight people around with, let's run through these weapons, right? A baseball bat, a gun, two knives, pitchfork, this and that. The screen then proceeds into like a Gundam Wings style fight sequence where he swings knife, body goes, ah! He sticks knife, body goes, ah! Stupid. Lost me. Bummer. But why did why didn't anybody have the bat from Walking Dead from what's his face? <laughs> Lucille. I yeah, mean, right? we had a nice yeah, yeah. see somebody walk up and go, "Oh, I got the right." Why has no one put a twelve gauge to the back of his head and just pulled the trigger? Okay, I don't understand. Just do it. Well, and they they had to include the part where they they they, they tear his mask off and yeah. then you you know and taunt him with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The newest thing that Prime had is, uh, you remember I Know What You Did Last Summer? They made a teen horror film out of it, like a TV show. Oh. Weak, bro. Weak. Weak. You know, I was required to read that book in like 6th or 7th grade, and it wasn't a horror book. No, you did last summer? Yeah. And We're probably talking about two very different things. No, they, they, they took it and they, they made it into a horror story when they made the movie. Oh. Or I mean, at least if it was supposed to be scary when when it was required reading in my school, I don't know. I it didn't feel like a, a scary story. But what is the first? Because I explicitly remember a beautiful day like this, sunny, leaves are falling, the wind's blowing. We had the windows open. My dad had a huge bed, and he goes, "Here, here's a couple dollars. I want you and your sister to run down." to the little penny candy store, get you guys loaded up with some candy, get me some banana, what do they call those, the little banana Runts. The runts, yeah. He goes, get me some of those, make back, we're all gonna climb in bed, we're gonna watch Wizard of Oz, and I was like, I was all into it until the whole, like, you know, when they're headed to the castle, and the flying monkeys, and when I saw those, I was like, oh my god. You were scared? Hell yeah, oh. I was scared. You know, you know uh, oh, so what's the I first movie like, that, that scared you? Screams. Well, and I'm really probably, what, eight, eight years old then, yeah. at that point? And then I can tell you the second one, it was years later, because we weren't really into TV back then yet. I mean, like, 
you know, you'd watch like Long Ranger and some of this shit that's like ancient now. But then I remember the next one because we lived out in Creepcore Lake and we lived in a trailer. And um, it was Legend of Foggy Creek, yeah. a Missouri Momo or. And, Oh my God, when those girls were in there and the, the thing was shaking the trailer, I'm like, uh, wait a minute, dude, we're in a trailer. Yeah. That's not good news. There have been, there have been and two I live movies, in the woods. Two movies that freaked the shit out of me, like that made me think, right? There's been movies, there was one we watched last year, Houses October Built. That little porcelain bitch in that show had me fucking looking backwards in a tent, like, bitch behind me somewhere. No, I remember Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, when I was a kid, when the nymphos come out, the, the, is that what they're called? The, the, the female dragons that have the wings, all his wives, and they're, they're, they're naked and they come screaming in and they go after the girl and he comes down the hall and he goes, stop. Just that entrance he made scared the shit out of me. Like, I was terrified of vampires for a while. Like, it, it fucked me up. Now I find the movie incredibly hilarious. It's a really badly made movie, but it's great. Um, the nearest movie, the movie is still that I can't watch, like without the lights on and shit, is Strangers. With Liv Tyler and oh, yeah. um, what's this? What's the guy's name? Um, uh, he was on Aficionado, whatever his name is. Basically, they come back from a wedding. They're at this cottage in the woods, based on a true story, right? have this cottage in the woods their friends are supposed to meet him there the friends end up not showing up and there's these scenes you see where these people are just standing in the windows with a mask on looking at them right they end up fucking with them throughout the night and in the end of the movie right they end up killing them both and all this tormenting shit happens during the movie and when it ends they're kind of looking at them this way and they're crying and they're looking at each other like trying to figure it out and Liv Tyler goes why are you doing this and the girl goes you were home and just shanks her like six times and then they get they get into a truck and drive off take their masks off and this cra it happened in boone county carolina like in the appalachians and it comes down and says there was a string of six of these that happened and no one's ever been caught they think it was some college kids that were fucking around first time i watched that movie that thing got over i stood up with all the lights on and tried to go to bed well i have about 30 years on you guys so i, I was before that but I remember, of course, The Exorcist was that's a great all tied movie. to St. Louis, right? That all happened. No, no, that story is strung out. So originally it was Connecticut, and then the family took him to Dallas or Louisiana or some shit. And finally, when the kid was admitted to the insane asylum, it happened in the old, old, uh, I think it was Barnes. Or no, out here, out here in the city, an old, old, old. You mean down there where um, Bellwether is? That hospital? Because that was a hospital back in the day. Maybe it may have been that one. Anyway, that's where that's where it, it, the ending of the story was. But in The Exorcist, they make it all like it's happening right here. Hmm. Well, and there was Amityville Horror, which was pretty freaking crazy. That I like. That's that's one of those movies. Like you know, remaking a movie, you can really fuck it up. If you don't do it, like I've said, there's plenty of movies. Like if you wanted to redo the original six Star Wars, just same script, just modern technology. Holy shit, that'd be great, right? But they'd want to change it. Amityville Horror, I've liked every one they've done. So like I, I love, but original, original is the best. And then there American was Horror the Omen, oh, the which was pretty crazy. 
But these were all early before you guys signed the originals. Well, they got remade. Right, of course they of did. Yeah, yeah, but the Omen, and then of course Halloween, and then after that, you know, there was just well, all of them. Pennywise the Clown and Michael Myers are my two favorite horror icons ever. Actually, the ever. I think the movie that the I, I that scared me first wasn't it wasn't even designed to be a horror movie. It was uh, as a kid the Jeff Goldblum version of The Fly. I don't know. Uh, that was kind of a creepy. Somebody else told me that. I was like, I think I was like six years old when I when I, when I saw that. It came out in like it was fantastic. It came out in like '88 or something like so. Uh, it was highly sexual too. <laughs> I I thought. I mean, you know, <laughs> he was like, you know, he's got these superpowers and he's like sticking it to her and giving her nights of sex, carrying her up like ten flights of stairs, doing flips on bars and shit, and just fucking her every night. I was like, God damn. Yeah, not, it's a little sexual. Um, and then, um, I mean, there's a lot more. And I remember a Chainsaw Massacre. Um, See, you know, I was such a fan of Plainfield, Texas, Chainsaw Massacre, Weatherface, all this and that. Until you read the story of Ed Gain, and those movies do not correlate at fucking all. Like, at all. Well, I didn't do any research. I just was like, man, that is some spooky shit. I'm sure glad he didn't grab me and I'm in his caverns. And then the hills have eyes out in the desert. Those crazy son of a bitches. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. I mean, those uh, guys are just butt shit. They're not even going to have conversations with you. Yeah. They're just going to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, that that was definitely a good one. I like the hills have eyes. Um, Houses October, Bill. You should watch that. That's like a... What do you call that? Is it a first person... Like the whole thing's done through a video camera, but all the actors are passing it around. That was that was pretty gnarly. That one that one had me shook for a little bit. That was that was pretty good. Um, and then at some point there was the um, where's the one there in the woods? The witch Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. I saw, okay, that scared the so, shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I forgot about so that one. I was. Yeah. This is actually where where a difference in age makes a little bit of difference. I was working in, in the movie theater when, when that came out. Um, it was terrible um, cleaning up the theater after that because people would like vomit in their popcorn. They yeah. they vomit on the floor because the the shaky camera made people sick. Yeah, that was crazy uh, to deal with that. That that frustrated the hell out of me. That, see, that's was another still one scary. that pissed me off, right? Blair Witch Project was so gnarly. And like, the, they did that paranormal activity thing with it. Like, that's another one, paranormal activity. Do you know that the, uh, the distribution firm of that yeah. got sued? Because originally when they first put it out, right, it was only in like 80 theaters across the country and it was a leaked video that came in and when they played it, there was no preview for it, they just put it in. Some like seven people had heart attacks during the movie. Like they fucking <laughs> panicked and died in the movie. So they actually, if you go back and look at the history of when that film was released, to about three months later, there was just nothing. It was released, then show stopped, then it was in every theater in the country and it had this huge media platform behind it. <laughs> oh. But uh, The Hills Have Eye, or uh, Blair Witch Project, great movie, and they fuck around and went and made a second one. Don't do it. I don't remember the second one as much, even the first one for me. I mean, it was like, I never hey, watched you it, me, like, you from the first one? start to finish. <laughs> 
it was over. <laughs> I just remember the girl was hot that was in it. She had like Daisy well, Duke pants on. You know, I like. And he had the <laughs> right there by the ice machine. Or like you're talking spread. about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, you know, you know, I liked the the the, 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 the concept of, of of Hellraiser, the the the, the cube, and, and and some of the the, the dark imagery. Pandora's box. Yeah, it was cool. Hellraiser was cool. But it was it was slashers, man. Slashers are the thing, right? Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, Ghost Mask, Scream. Those movies are legit. Don't give a fuck what anybody says. Love them. All four of them. Great. Um, but you know what I've been stoked about? I keep telling everybody this. American Horror Story. Up until this 10th season. First half is great. Second half is bullshit. Don't like it. So, um, uh, but American uh, Horror Story, like in that one, you say Amityville Horror, right? Season one was Murder House. Yeah, I kicked myself. I haven't that, watched any I, of those. You know, that rendition of that story is so unique. It's but, so cool. My, you know, the only one of those I, I really couldn't stand was the um, when when they did their their short stories. Bro House was so fucking annoying. I couldn't. I, uh, oh, I didn't watch. Oh, I watched. I watched the Murder House short story when it talked when it explained the latex. Oh, but they had one in one in their short stories where they had uh, the because they went later into that and there was it was like it was like a bunch of fucking YouTube stars in a in a in a, in a mansion. Oh, and and uh, Danny Trejo was Santa and killed. Yes, that's right. I love that one. Yeah, but, but well, yeah, that it was nice to see them killed because they were annoying. The, like they were they were like. A, you know, living male Barbie dolls. Yeah. Fuck those guys. No, but I think one of the, uh, it wasn't sca- like, okay, when you say scale, it didn't terrify you, right? But if you want to watch a 10 episode long horror movie, you watch season 5 of American Horror Story Freak Show. It is Twisty the Clown. Yeah. I fell in love with that. He, that, that makeup, whoever designed Twisty the Clown and his backstory, is utterly amazing and it's it's the perfect amount of goofy with just like there's some silly kill scenes that are like you saw it coming and then there's just some shit they do in that season that you're like uh it gets done it goes and then it goes to credits and you're like uh okay there's that well that happened actually i i I liked the 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 hotel one with lady gaga i think that was a good season too that was good but then there was the old classics too, like Psycho. You know that was creepy as hell. And then Creature from the Black Lagoon yep. is still one of my all-time favorites. Um, I know they've made some What's remakes, but I have Johnny. What is that? Shining. Shining. The Shining, Shining was great. I, I, yeah. I, that, but let's just go ahead and say number one of all time, Stephen King movie. I just. I, I, okay. Pet Cemetery is pretty dope, though. I was, yeah, I, that was, that was actually a really good book too. Uh, I didn't, I, I didn't really care for the, um, okay, I, I, I liked, I thought the, I had fun watching the, the sequel to Shining, but, no, but, I, but, but, I but, but, it, but I don't think, it, I don't think it was, I don't think it was really scary though. Um, well, what about Invasion of the Body Snappers? Snatchers, snappers. Or Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Because we're there <laughs> on the same level now, that's a good one too. And then there was um, War of the Worlds when that first came out. I mean, I think you were a little confused. Is this shit really happening? Because well, do you know the story it, on that? Was with a radio broadcast when H.G. By, Wells uh, H.G. initially Wells. released that. It was released over right the radio. during the movie was happening. Yeah, and people like people. There were people that killed themselves. That were looting. That because they thought this was a fucking. They thought it was a radio broadcast. I mean, they thought it was all kinds of crazy shit. I, 
Go guys. So I um I used that as an example for like I, when I was sitting for a for a for a polygraph, and they they're asking you know the, the themes are like like um, sabotage, espionage, terrorism, and then like they wanted to they, they give you definitions and they ask like you know is it possible to to do this accidentally like they're asking these questions but but they want the they think that the obvious answer is no it can be done accidentally and i used that 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 orson welles broadcast i was like actually i would call that accidental terrorism i mean people people died and that's not what he intended yeah no one intended it really it just happened but that original uh war of the worlds that was a different kind of spooky like that was like scaring your existence like things are not going to be the same if this shit is happening like that was different you're dealing with one guy who may be terrorizing a town or whatever now we're talking about shit that's hitting the planet so what do you this think could really be fucking bad what do you think about the re remake of that one i really there the were certain Cruise? aspects of it that i really liked that was more of a see that movie was more sci-fi thriller alien Mm. When the yeah. first came out, that fucked But now that's a whole different kind of deal because you're not even on the planet now. You're freaking in space. They were on the planet first, Alien. Well, it took off from here. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but... Uh, the, the, right, well, the, well, well, let's take a break from the movies. How are our monsters, man? Who wants to start? So, uh, actually, you start on the track because we smoked it over at, at German's house and it was fucking gnarly. No, I love this. And and I I wondered how how different it would be, having it you know slightly larger size. But I would love to see this this be ne next year's special release. I mean I'm I'm already a, you know bu bu buying two boxes every time that, that the new thing comes out. But this is fucking awesome. Yeah. It has actually I I, I don't know that this is the best pairing. I I, I almost want something with like a cognac finish. I think. So how's that? What's the taste on that though? I'm gonna. I think it's a little bit sweeter than than a lot of the others. Yeah. When we smoked it, we we did the Monster Mash release on it. It was like fucking rock candy, dude. Like just like pop 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 sweet shit. How's the Jason? Well, this has got a lot going on in it, man. I mean, there is there's a lot of kind of vintage, dark and dusty, um, earthy tones, but yet there's still some some sweetness to it and peppery i mean it's got a lot going on to it i mean it's so far i freaking love it well for me so far i'm in a hunt for these now right the i don't really remember the lancero or or the the Cazador or this or the Cazador's or the skinny monster being this way this thing is spicier than hell I mean, like, it just drills the retro, it drills it in, and it's got this, like, pottery finish. So, you know, like, a kiln, like, when you're doing clay in school, that's, like, that, that kind of ornate resonation, yeah. it's just, it's fucking phenomenal. So, is that the same one that you can get in the, in the, 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 the vertical box? Lancer, the skinny monsters. Well, no, but, um, I, I, Skinny I, monsters in the, in the colored boxes? Yeah. Yeah, it's this color, it's the mummy, yeah. Okay, because I've seen the ones I've seen that I that are still available sometimes online are the the mummy, the tiff, or oh no, the, tiff's new. Tiff won't, tiff isn't in this game. The skinny monsters stop it, Chuck. 
That's one that I think that, that, that is a bit... It's, dark. it's this one. No, it's locked. But there's, it's the blue one. The blue and red one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but these are fantastic, man. Yeah, this one... Um, I've smoked a couple of Monsters. Uh, I think the Jekyll I smoked yesterday. And that was pretty good, but this way beats it. I mean, Dude, this is it, way it, more full-bodied, more everything in this one. If you want to... And I'm not saying this. Maybe if Pete listens to this, I want him to take the Jekyll and Hyde and make the monster. Just name the cigar the monster. Light them both and smoke them at the same time. They trend. They contrast each other. What about so much? I'm sure you could do it with plenty of other ones, but when it's one's Jekyll, and one's Hyde, the contrast makes it work. I was just thinking, but when you said that, I was just started thinking about a Calibra. <laughs> yeah, but you need a third. Yeah. But. Anyway, so we wanted to take into this episode, we wanted to talk about um, kind of the story, the backstory on the hooligan. Um, and as usual, the story comes from an idea that one of us had that we both influenced separately that landed into an agreed finish. Is that a good way to explain that? Yeah. So why don't you kind of break down while we smoke some monsters? Um, and the Bourbon Cowboy is going to carve a pumpkin tonight. It should be pretty fucking dope. So I'll get that Patreon. I'm going to record that for the Patreon so you guys can see it. Anyway, we, um, you know, I'm always putting together. Usually, you kind of get going with Halloween the first week. But then that last two weeks, you start ramping it up. And I always try to put together uh, like a Halloween, you know, playlist and whatever. And one day I found this guy named Screaming Jay Hawkins. And he probably his most famous one is he does. Uh, I put a spell on you. I put a spell on you. And the other one, and I probably don't even have the name, which is, is crazy. But anyway, the story goes he's out and he's going to be around town. And he flew in with some um, like magpies into town. And it's a hooligan's night, meaning that, you know, this is a hooligan's night, it's Halloween, and we're gonna ravage the town and have a great time and spook everybody and do all this and it's gonna be a great deal. And that the hooligan's night always stuck out with me. And then of course, I carve pumpkins every year. And I do probably 10, 25, 30 pumpkin carvings a year, give them out to people, friends, bars, leave them for people. And uh, so I was like, man, why don't we call this, because it was being launched in October, and I said it's a, a great name for a good cigar, Nicaragua Puro, and uh, full of flavor. I says, why don't we call it the Hooligan, and uh, we'll use one of my pumpkins, Crazy Faces, and call it the Hooligan. And that's kind of where the label and everything came for. I think we've already described the first label. I mean, that was our anchor, the Cyclops with one bullet head, bullet hole through his head or one eye, the Cyclops, the anchor, and now we move to the, the Hooligan, which the label was inspired through my pumpkin carvings and through Screaming Jay Hawkins. Yeah, and uh, then, his music. And then, of course, so he presents that to me and he's like, check this out. And I'm like, one, I love it. 
Two, I'm not familiar with Screaming Jay Hawkins till we start looking up music, and then of course I put a spell on you, right? Hocus Pocus, years before that, everyone knows that, that song, right? And I looked at the hooligan, and originally we were going to talk about maybe doing some different spelling on it and changing like the actual vernacular of the word and stuff like that. But then I got into it, and I was like, man, hooliganism, right? Like, what's the one time a year that that legally you're allowed to be somebody else and cause an issue? Right? Halloween, right? Yeah. Now, it's not a Halloween cigar. This cigar will be out all year, but being that we're all huge Halloween buffs, how dope is it to have? a semi-Halloween, semi-heathenist, the hooligan asshole vibe cigar put together and throw it out, right? And the thing is, is the pumpkin is one of a kind, right? That is hand-carved. It's not stenciled. It's not... I've actually physically watched the guy grab a knife and just look at it and fucking carve it and it sit there. Throw a light in it and it's done. And I've watched him do it. It's not, not stenciled, not anything. It's just map, mapped out in his head and gets done. So that'll always be held in July when you can't carve a fucking pumpkin. You got your pumpkin. <laughs> that's what I really like about that. So this song, and some people are joining us now, and so we, they're playing a few tunes on the jukebox, but it's called Whistling Past the Graveyard by Screaming Jay Hawkins. And once we get a lull, whatever, we'll put it in the background so you guys can hear it. But if you look up, like Screaming Jay Hawkins' greatest hits, Whistling Past the Graveyard. It's a good song, actually. It's got some cool doo-wop vibes and some fun, fun jazz to it, which is, which is interesting. Um, but anyway, it would be annoying to play it right now. But anyway, that's I'm the song. Carbon kid. I just didn't think of it before. Well, he'll do it with a knife in my pocket. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited for Halloween. So, uh, we've got some Halloween shenanigans going on this week. I know uh, we got a party with the German Friday night. Um, we got a party with the Dalton Saturday night. Yep. Gonna make it. We'll see. It's not there yet. I'm gonna make it. But uh, we got that. And then Sunday we got football and Halloween, which would be kind of cool. But... Dressing up on Halloween is always fun, right? We've dressed up together three years in a row, right? Well, we didn't dress up last well, the first, year. The first time we all dressed up together was epic. Was because what? you were... Uh, I was a steampunk. You were a steampunk. He was Batman and you I was were the, the Joker. Joker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this year, um, I'm being Jack Skellington, but I'm doing a cool little twist on it. So I've got my mask and we actually put the whole thing on yesterday. And I tuck my beard in, the beard's not an issue, right? It's what everyone thought. Dude, when that thing's on your face, you can't breathe. Like, when it's stuck to your shit, I don't know how you do it. You can't breathe. So, what I'm doing is I'm putting a, my head shaved, I'm painting everything white, my beard white, blacking my eyes out, and I'm putting a Santa hat on, and I've got Jack Skellington's full suit. So it'll be, and I'll paint my beard white, it'll be the Santa scene from Nightmare Four. Oh, but you won't have the face right. gone. Yeah. Is it, is no, it I'm going to paint my face, paint everything in. Is it a black Santa hat? Yeah, no, it's it's red and white. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, why he needs me and Susie, she should be in the ragdoll. So you got the face paint to put her oh, stitches no. in. Oh, yeah. It's got the, uh, like you, you stick it on and then you put the makeup on to bleed it in so it looks like it's actually on your face. We're gonna so, do all that. For Friday? For Friday, yeah. And then Saturday as well. Uh, what are you, Cowboy, what are you doing? I'm gonna be Frankenstein. 
some version of it. Dude, and then, some uh, boots with heels on right like now. <laughs> the fucking and, boots are stalled. <laughs> and then uh, Janine will be the bride. She gonna do her hair up? Like I saw her with it on it this morning. She's got a great. She's actually got a great outfit. I was out with her the other night, and I said, hey, babe, what are the chances of you just wearing that tonight while we're out? She's like, hell no. It is sheer as can be. My favorite thing, you guys will see this, right? So the gloves, the glove stops here, and it's Jack Skeleton, right? The finger goes out here. Uh, so my joke right now is I'm going to walk up and be like, Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> but it's so I held a cigar in it. It's like when the cigar's like this, the fingers are up here. I'm just excited about being about seven inches taller. <laughs> Dude, these fucking boots. I mean, they weigh, they got, each boot's got to weigh five, six pounds. And there's like wood on the bottom, so when you walk, you'll... But that's kind of cool because it's going to force you to get the... Uh, yeah. You're not going to be, be like, tired of lifting sprint. your foot. Uh. <laughs> so my, my, my first job in life, I was working at a... What are you being for Halloween? Um... I'm working on it. Um, at, the, as, at the moment, as it stands, uh, so when I bought that house, the house came with a, a, a pimp suit, with a with actually kind of an expensive pimp suit. So it's and it's not the kind of thing that I would normally wear. I've never worn something like that, but it also comes with like. Uh, the, the, the expensive fur coat and so I, I, I was thinking like it'd be kind of fun to make use of that I, I'm, I'm trying to decide how to, how, how, to, how to incorporate it so like some you know the details matter so I'm still working on on, on, on that but I get I, I understand two days is, is a deadline and, and I have to have, have to show up in it but that's that's what I, that's kind of what I'm thinking that could be fun that could be fun and and you know I, I have a I have a plus one for that so um, I think I think I think that kind of makes a difference too, being able being able to, to coordinate that, like the way that you guys are. Yeah, that's fun. I had thought about almost doing like a twisted jester thing, but I needed to find someone that could put that wax in my beard to make it curl up and like make it do something weird and have a jester hat and bounce around the whole night. Yeah, I would actually like to be two or three different. I'd like to revise the Joker someday because I really had a good time with that. But I was just like, we were so into the Monsters box and everything with Tatawai. I'm like, why not go back and be a classic? And then Janine, it fits right well with her to be the bride. And she's a Burnett anyway, so that would be fun. And. Uh, I don't know. I was excited about it. I, I wish, though, it would be fun if everybody would, like, have a theme, you yeah. know, like be classic monsters or do something from Nightmare from Christmas. Well, so, I'm, obviously, I'm Beetle doing that, Juice right? Just, see, that was my other one, right? Because I, I showed these guys the other day. You know where um, Beetlejuice got the outfit design from? I didn't even think about it. It's Tim Burton's Jack Skellington brought to life. Right? Same outfit layout, same sort of character, right? And I was like, man, that would be really cool, you know? But I have a beard, right? Like, and I'm shaving for Halloween. I'm not, I'm not getting paid. So I'm not shaving for Halloween. I'm not shaving. But then I thought about when we talked about monsters, like, what if we just do the wolf? What if we do the wolf man? Right? Like taking old Dixon and shred it up, right? 
get those, get those. Like Johnny Broxton, when you're down there, they've got like wolf gloves that literally, yeah, but you sit up on your shoulder. Yeah, but and, like, you hopefully, strap hopefully them in. yeah, but hopefully you didn't, you didn't uh, trash the one that, that that you got burned in. No, the fuck answer one. No, that one, that was good. So you could do something like that. Like that, that's like perfect colors. For I, wore, that. I wore the other day. It worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I keep that one. Um, but uh, I thought about that, and then just wearing wearing some boots, you know, and like they literally like the the costume kit for that's kind of cool, right? So you you can have the choice. You can just put the fangs in and paint your face, or they have that animatronic thing that sticks to your shit and like moves with your eyes and stuff, and you get like a mane. But the the legs and the arms and hands, you literally it's it's almost like uh, um, trousers. Like you slide into them, they're all hairy. You buckle them on, you pull your pants over them, and your feet are freaking like you're slipped into like slippers. They look like wolf's feet. And then this, these gloves, it's basically a shirt you put on that stops right here and clips in the back on the front, and then you just put a shirt on over it, and you're good to go. And I was like, dude, that'd be cool too. But we saw it too late. Like we already got the costumes and stuff. So, like when, when I was when it was my job to, to sell that stuff, one of the things that I, that I loved doing. I mean, I was I was in high school and I, and I I couldn't drive. I take the city bus home after work. It was we we had these kind of medicated eye drops. I, you know, everybody, everybody's excited about the about the contacts because they've been around for a while. But this this is a little different. You put you put these drops in your eyes, and then, and then and then you you you, you 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 look at people and you make eye contact and they can see the the, the blood in your eyes, and then after a while, it, you you kind of have some control over it. Like you can let your eyes well up with tears, or you don't. You can kind of suppress it. But when you when you when you let your eyes well up with tears, and you let the tears start dripping out, now you have blood leaking out of your eyes down your face. Oh, that's cool. It that's was cool. awesome. So let me ask this. Obviously, we're going to be burning cigars. Again, another Halloween night. Right? We're going to have more monsters out there, some hooligan and shit. Bring some Cyclops out too, right? Because why not? And uh, have you ever dressed up? Okay, so when you had makeup on as the Joker, did it alter? This is actually a question that we got on the Patreon. A couple of the guys are dressed up and doing makeup, right? It, it never fails. It's always something. doesn't matter. It's like the 30-minute mark. There's always noise. doesn't matter. But, uh... You do want to do makeup, and they're like, well, man, like, if you have a drink, and, like, if you're smoking, did you ever get makeup on any of it? No. It didn't affect the cigar at all? It's like, it's not like um, an oily, it's a real dry, powdery. It works right into your skin, and it's white, and it doesn't really... Actually, what I thought was... what I use. See, what I, what, I, what I thought was interesting, when you did that, when, when, when I saw you walk in the door dressed as Joker and I and I and I and I walked up and hugged you. I was looking for signs of like white on the Batman suit. There was nothing. Oh nice. Yeah, like and it, it was it was just different things. <laughs> Most people when they look at a costume, right? This makes cigar smokers so fun, right? You look at a costume and say, like, Oh yeah, that's gonna work. We'll be alright, they have a cocktail night. I'm looking at this thing like how do I smoke a cigar in this thing? Right? So like last night, like, I love my wife and dad. Put this whole thing on, get the shit on my face. And she's like, Alright, here's the cigar. And I'm like, I'm like, I got these long fingers and shit. I'm like, <laughs> Is it like and using? Like, and then I'm like, did it feel like using chopsticks? I'm really good with chopsticks. So I know it's worse. <laughs> you know, I use chopsticks. These are like, <laughs> I go over here, so I like scratching my face. You know, like, <laughs> but yeah, you have to think about that when you get in a costume. Oh, believe me, because I was thinking about shaving my face, but I'm like, listen, there's been so many Frankenstein's. You just make it your own. 
right? You just come up with it, and then you know you just be you, and and I, you know, I can just sit here like a, mm, uh, you know, smoking a cigar and having a good time, and yeah, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to. It. I wish we had like a. Um, oh, we do though. I was like, I guess we'll have to take turns or whatever, like a little giddy up, get ready area, you know. You know, because they got that boutique room in the back where she does yeah, photos. You yeah. go in there and dial it in or whatever, and for Friday night. For sure, yeah. Saturday, I'm wearing my damn skeleton suit to work. Because <laughs> I'm getting up. We're getting up at we're getting up at about nine, and then we're taking out. So we gotta go. I gotta go to work. I was thinking about that kind of stuff. So Saturday, I like I ended up with free tickets to Blues game. So we're going to the Blues game. I I don't know. It'd be kind of fun to do some sort of Halloween thing. You, if you do not go to that game in costume, I will not be your friend. <laughs> you know everybody will. Everybody will be dressing up, doing something kind of spooky. No doubt. So through the podcast so far, that you guys got the music in the back, we're hanging out. We had that Wild Turkey 101. Um, I always love when podcasts connect. Um, it doesn't happen often with us, but sometimes they do, and it's always really good. Last week, you guys remember me talking about that Balboa ride when we were at Third Shoot. Um, the Mad Russian, after being a store, sent a picture to all of us that he had it. I FaceTimed him, had me get me one. So we have the Balboa ride, and we will talk about that. Um, if we uh, if we get into pouring that, but right now moving on to the next string, we have some uh, hiatus blanco tequila. This is actually owned. If you're local to St. Louis, if you know Mike Duffy's, the Irish restaurant up in town and country, uh, Paul, the owner of that, owns hiatus tequila. So an Irishman with tequilas. Riddle me that, Batman. I might have one of those. Yeah, so maybe. actually, what what I like about it is, so I I. I, 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 margaritas are, are, are a drink I think people will take for granted. Uh, there's a lot of things where, where people, they're willing to use mixes and, 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 and shortcut it. And I always thought that was really strange because, because really, there's not a whole lot of ingredients. We're talking about, if you're doing it in... You're talking in, tequila? Well, yeah. Tequila, lime juice, an orange liqueur. Yeah. And then salt. But the lime juice is where but, yes. you can put so, something together. So, so tequila is the most important right. part. Yes. So you have to have a high quality tequila, and 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 I, and I, 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 I would I would argue that you that you really need the fresh squeezed lime juice. I don't and think. and and the thing is, like I used to compensate. I used to I used to try to compensate for the the. That sounds the, like. The, I'm sorry. That sounds like. Fogarty. Oh, it does. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. So I used to, so the the, the 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 key is adjusting for the, for the sweetness. So for example, um, I bought a whole lot of the orange liqueur from uh, New Holland, you know, that's known for Dragon's Milk beer. There, but the thing is, like, their orange liqueur is not sweet. Actually, it's it it it, it it's More actually tart. yes. So when when I made it, this was when 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 uh, you know. This squirting German would kind of. 
you know, we've all overdone it. Like this was it was his night that he overdid it. Oh, that. And and and, and so <laughs> like like he, he basically like I I I made I made like three bottles for the night, but he by himself drank one and a half bottles. So so he drank half the batch. Yeah. Not the night. Oh, it pulled like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he was like, he's like, man, this is so good. Like, he's like, he's like, there's no alcohol in this. Like, uh, there's alcohol in this. That's like all alcohol. But anyway, put it this way, they had packed up and left before you got there. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I'm like, where the hell is Sheldon? Uh, he's oh, gone the, already. They're home. <laughs> So put it this way, you know you're fucked up when you leave early enough that at six o'clock you get a sorry text. <laughs> yes. See, so so the thing is, like, like with with this tequila, what I'm saying is that because this is kind of has a natural sweetness, it, it does. It, it really tastes good, but but I would I would tone down the sweetness in other ingredients if I were going to turn this into margarita. So this when we when we do a margarita with that, so you what you do is you do that tequila, right? You do three ounces of it, then it's an ounce and a half of lime juice, and then two ounces of fresh squeezed orange. That's your margarita, right? So instead of your liqueur, you actually use the orange juice, right? So the orange liqueur. Do that, stir it up. New thing I've done since he's done it is that little topper. And I put Grand Mayan and Yeho on top of that, which you guys have to have this tequila, it's fucking insane. On top of that. And the Añejo fights the Blanco, gives the extra, the, the oak sweetness over the top. Or the, 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 not oak, sorry, like the burnt sweetness. So, in, in my, my style, because I've tried to change things up on this this yeah, sort of thing fucking yeah, yeah yeah so my way of doing it was i take I, I, after squeezing the limes you're left with with the lime rind and i pour green chartreuse into that and and i have it sitting on the top of the drink not as a garnish it just kind of floats as a boat but green chartreuse has enough alcohol content that, that you can light it. So you light it and it kind of caramelizes. Really? The, chartreuse has that kind of alcohol yeah. Green chartreuse, not yellow. Green yeah, Green, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then oh, so, you, so, you, so you light it. It, it. it burns, you get you get that cool effect. You can't have dumbasses drinking it. Like no 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 people under 25, I guess. Um, cause well, dumbass doesn't stop at 25. <laughs> That's what I was about ready to say. I was like, wait a minute. Did I, you hear what I said? I've seen dumbasses all the way through. He goes, there, he goes. It so doesn't I said, stop at 25. Stop at 25? How old? No. <laughs> no way. I've seen I was all a dumbass you guys. nine days ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Okay, well that's fair. I don't set limits on myself either. I just, I just. You know when you wake up in the morning, take a piss, and yell, "I'm gonna live forever." You're a dumbass. <laughs> so, so I, used, I, used, I used to get some hate for 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 this idea that like, like if it feels good, you should just do it. That's a pretty dumb idea. Because I've heard heroin feels great. I've never done that. I haven't, I haven't I'm either. curious about I haven't either. But if it feels good, you should do it. I just use your mentality against you. No, I've never done heroin yeah, no. either. Yeah. Yeah. Put it this way. I've heard people tell me coke straight. And I'm like, I'll try. And they look at me and they go, no. No. Okay, I've never even had a curiosity about those things. But I'm telling you, though. With, that your, with your logic, I'm just letting you know. 
You gotta be careful what you say. Someone puts out if it feels yeah, good. Yeah, with you your logic, do it. I could. I would say there's all kinds of fun stuff out there. Without well, okay, but but I mean, sex, sex feels good. I mean, like they, the, then they have the morning after pill. I mean, what do you say? Well, if we're shit snakes, you're still gonna dive in. Uh, no. It might feel good. It might smell bad. I'm sad. That's a you're, no go for me. All right, guys, that is a rabbit hole. We are not going down. <laughs> I want to apologize. It's Halloween. <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> Crickets. I don't have a cricket button or else I'd hit it. Anyway. So that was good. Uh, that was Turkey 101, man. You know, I always, every time we see that bottle, I think we share a giggle. We giggle a little bit. Because there was, there was a time last summer, I believe we did it. Um... Last summer, I think we did. Well, we were doing a lot of hot new stuff that's on the market. And you said something to me about what we were house and You said, "What about wild turkey?" I'm like, "That stuff's shit." And you were like, "So again, we had the rare chance to take 101 against rare breed against 16 masters. Uh, Masters keep 16. Masters keep 18 rye." And Masters, Masters keep 19 rye. So we were able to compare it against all the highly allocated, limited rare release bottles. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Wild Turkey 101? Good. Well, Department, man. Like, I like Long Branch. Freaking uh, McConaughey's. Wood. That is good stuff. That's Wild Turkey. So... My, my problem with wild turkey is um, the first time I tried it, I, and I don't know what I don't I, I don't know which release I had. Give me a bottle. We take a picture of this but, next to your pumpkin. Yeah. But what I what I what I tried was um, something that that, that 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 tasted extraordinarily sweet, and I and I my my my, my initial reaction was. That's that's not whiskey. That that's that's like a whiskey liqueur. Right. And and part of it is at the time that I that, that I made that review, so I I designed a, a, a wine tasting app. Yeah. And I was going from a from a strictly a wine perspective. So then I, so 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 I was trying to make the case that because I because I had friends who who were kind of making fun of me about like about liking wine. So they thought they, they were they were suggesting that that um, you know wine is a women's drink and only men drink whiskey. And That's a stupid statement. Well, so I was countering that with 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 this specific wild turkey, and I and I said like that this this wild turkey is so much sweeter than than any wine I I I, I, I enjoy and, and it, it's 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 disgustingly sweet and and I, I get I I wrote a very negative review and I put I, I included that in my app and now I'm kind of eating my words because because it's not it's not the entire brand that that you know, the, there's a lot of really good wild turkey, and the first oh, yeah. the first time that, that I realized that, that there was a difference was when it was the three of us together 
and you bought uh, out of out of out of out of a bar what was what was left of the only bottle they had. Master's key. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I I loved it. I think we all loved it. But you bought you bought everything that was that was that was left of that bottle, and that was amazing. And I would have never said that. I would have made, never made that comment about about what you bought. Then after that being like trying to do a little mixology we I did a percentage of Master's Keep and um, you did I, both Master's Keep didn't you? I, it was Master's Keep and then um, the Rare Breed I did, did a little, one of each or well I've got a marked on that and I had an old bottle it was a, 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 a maple syrup jar we had that at craft and we were smoking uh, the nine the Rocky Mattel nine and Number I put nine. the label on there yeah. and I put the percentages on there and I still have that it's fantastic it, that worked out amazing so being that it's Halloween right uh, have, you, have you ever had a, a, I know you have fall cocktails and then you have directly Halloween. So I had a pumpkin cocktail at the Heaven Hill, uh, Evan Williams experience yeah. by Heaven Hill in Louisville. Went upstairs, I got my flight, I had Old Fitz 14, 12, no, it was 9, 14, and 16 Heritage Center, the red label one. Had that, and then they had this... Evan Williams pumpkin infused underproof, right? The Evan Williams underproof pumpkin infused, and they mixed it with uh, black cherry LaCroix, that, that mixer, and egg whites on top, right? Okay, put it in a Collins glass. Yep. Holy shit. Like. So I like the Very good. I, I like the the egg white cocktails, um, and I so the first time that I was I was a paid judge at, at a cocktail competition. Um, that's where I realized I made a mistake. Like like the guy who who sat next to me, he was a food critic for the St. Louis Post Dispatch, and 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 he he told me because I I asked him this is my first time ever on the, on a paid gig like that. I asked him like how how do you do it? Like what what what's the normal practice for this? And he said that you taste the first drink. The first cocktail, you set it down, and you let people, like, you just you just let it sit there, and you try the other ones, and you, and then at the end you go back, you go back and you taste a cocktail, and you adjust your score. And I realized I learned a lot from that that experience. But one of the things I learned is you don't you don't ever go back and taste something that has like an egg white finish because I mean what, what we're talking about is is, is a raw egg white that that's but that's been shaken. What, what, what do you mean by going back and tasting on something? He's letting it sit. That egg white is going to start dying. No, you you can't do that, right? That's a, that's an active protein. Right? But yeah, that's, but, but different but, levels you can talk about that. So so I was I was the, the the judge number four, so I was the judge at the end of the line, 
And this guy was the one who told me this is this is how it's done. So I can't do that. And and then and then when I when when I went back to taste the first one that I had scored pretty high, I was like, wow, this is this is fucking terrible. Like I I, I don't enjoy this at all. But then I looked at it and it was like the the proteins have denatured because now 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 they've kind of mixed together with whatever's there. They 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 it's it, it's lost its structure and so the only the only place in town the the only place that I've ever been to in St. Louis that actually accounts for that in their cocktail menu is 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 blood and tan egg white they when well, no bellwether does no no egg white what they do is they they they, they when they, when they're producing their new cocktail menu and I'm not trying to promote but that's not like I fucking work there it's a good place. They, they, so what they do is they, 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 they taste it when they're coming up with a new cocktail menu. They're like, not everybody drinks their cocktails right away. So some people sip it, sip it, and then they set it down. So after five minutes, they try it again. After 10 minutes, they, they try it again. And they decided after 15 minutes, it doesn't matter. But after 15 minutes of the drink just sitting there, they taste it again. And if they don't like the drink, they don't put it on the menu. Well, that makes sense. I mean, introducing an active protein to alcohol, right? So, with depending, and I guess this would all depend. This is as much chemistry as I know. Okay. Well, I think it's a little bit of texture. The alcohol volume. Well, that that's what I'm getting at. The volume of the alcohol is either going to allow the froth to hold and basically become a fried egg, or if, if you've got a 115 or again, you'd have to test it. Right? But I'm just going to say most froth cocktails. The ABV on that liquor is around 84, 78 to 84, right? You know, it's usually a vodka or something. If you get above that, the viscosity of the alcohol will actually start cooking the egg. Right, and there's nothing. You know what's worse than a raw egg? Half cooked egg in an egg white, which means all the cholesterol, all the fats are gone. You're literally dealing with just the protein. You're just cooking the protein. And it's it's interesting, you know. Um, By the way, we got two dogs fighting over a bone. They're having fun. Again, another podcast beauty. Well, at least we were, we had some quiet for a while there. Yeah. Well, okay, let's choose this. Let's just All right, guys, so we're choosing Malmo. this. This is carrying over from last week. This is the 100 Proof Bottled and Bond Balboa Rye from New Rip Distillery. Can you see why I sat on that for three well, hours? That's amazing. That is fucking great. It doesn't have your typical rye bite, right? High rye, low rye, whatever predominant rye blend. There's not a lot of spice. There is this. Uh, I, I did. I did like a like a like a. Um, Think like mango or, or or something of that sort, you know. Like it's got a fruited finish, well, it's, which is really unique. I think it's just something different that we've not really had a chance to. Uh, 
it's different. It's the only time. Again, this is a. I got. I can't even copy. And where was the? It was. Uh, where was the grain from? Pennsylvania. The, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And it's then, just and like our Cyclops. We never. The Lajero. Pennsylvania Lajero. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't know that shit existed, but running with with a Pennsylvania rye being that explicit blend that it is, and it's not copyrighted, but it's been the the, the growth has been purchased by New Rip. So now it's on, and they explicitly on that bottle say hunter proof, bottom bond, non chill filter, non. It says something else. I mean, it's well the it's fact that it's bottom of bond means that they had they've had that for at least four years. Right, we can go through that whole statement again, but that's, I mean, that's cool. And it's an heirloom rye, right? So I don't i don't know exactly how that, but heirloom meaning, I think in order to be an heirloom grain, you have to be in a plot that's been owned for so long, return of soil, no additives, no, like heirloom tomatoes are grown without um, pesticide right. and all that kind of stuff. So it's an heirloom rye. So even even if even if you're drawing up eight acres of this, right? Which eight acres of rye probably produces 30 barrels, right? You may only be able to get enough of that rye to do 15 barrels. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna have to go through it. Some of it, when you heirloom some, that's the reason heirloom is more expensive. Because a lot, if, if the crop's 100 acres, 60 to 70 of it can be used and you bought all 100 of it so that cost goes from a divided by 100 acres down to 60 or 70 you know like that that's that's going to be involved in that purchase yeah it's got just a little something different to it that's unique and different the typical taste pull profiles that, that, that you taste. get out of new riff It's like a, 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 a mango and a pear, and then a little, it's, it's got a dry yield to it, you know, it's... If you, if you guys want to try it again, I'll, I'll go out and buy what I think this, what this makes me think of. It's a local product. Um, this does not taste anything like that shit. No, 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 no. Not a brewery one. Not a local spirit. A local product, though. Say the product. Okay. So we all went to the, the Bissinger's bourbon yeah. barbecue event. Yeah, yeah. They have one of the things, one of my favorite products that Bissinger's ever produced. Well, I've only ever been to that one event. Okay, so, so but Bissinger's, they used to they used to own a, a retail shop on, in in Central West End on Maryland Plaza. And wasn't it was I'm sorry, it wasn't Bissinger's the event we did at Ford Ford that's right. Chocolate Pack. Yep. Yeah, we got the so, four yes, bottle. that's right. Yeah. So one of the, one of the products that they that they produce is they take they take these slices of orange and they they they, they subject this this orange slice to a candied process. So it's a candied orange slice. But then they 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 dip into chocolate. Half of it gets dipped into into their chocolate. And then you can eat it. 
and and the thing is like it, it retains the orange the, the, the really orange qualities and 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 you get the the, the peel tuke when you bite into that part of it but it but it's but it's but it's not offensive like you taste it and and you get some of the bitterness from the orange peel that i'm that i get here and this is why i think it's a good pairing but then you also get this kind of real rare sweetness and, and that is is here in the drink so if you guys want to try this again with that I'll stop by and buy those yeah I think I'm definitely getting a little orange in here there's no doubt well I said I said mango right okay so it's a little sweeter to me than an orange a typical orange right so mango is gonna have more of the Pacific or island island kind of tropical sweetness yes. right so um, I, I get that I don't know there was something about this I was sitting at match in Indiana right you know when you're in Louisville matches if you're at Louisville State University, right, or, or University of Louisville, it's 14 minutes over the bridge. From the Brown, where we were staying, it was eight. From Peerless, it was five. Just hop the bridge, you go over, you take a right, go down, you take a right, it's right here. I took another right and parked. <laughs> you know, it, it's right there. Um, but we went in there, and initially I had a... Uh, they had an, uh, oh, they had a large curb barrel proof, so I had to pour that because I bought the bottle at, at Evan Williams. Uh, I had to pour that, it was great, and I went back up, and I'm looking around, I'm looking at the bar, everyone's talking, this and that, and, and I saw, it said, I saw the rye, like in the gold. And I was like, hey, is that your newer barrel thing? And she goes, no, and she hands it over, and I was like, I'll, I don't know, and, and I didn't even, I'm thinking about it now, they had, you've been, you've been to that bar, so you know how the bar's kind of cascaded this way? It was on the second shelf up, the entire left side was bottles of New Riff. So there had to be nine, ten bottles of New Riff on that wall, right? And I saw this, bal I saw this, that. Ryan Gold. And I'm like, well, what is that? So she hands it to me. Oh, yeah, I'll have a double of that, please. So I'm, I'm a New Riff guy, you know, it, it, it's good stuff. I'm drinking on it. We're sitting there watching uh, Halloween H2O on the TV. And I'm on I'm on Google, like, what the fuck? And, and I see, I read all this about this New Riff thing. I'm like, holy shit, man. I had eight more. I didn't drive at all. I pretended to, like I wanted to, but nobody let me drive. No, I like it a lot. All right, so, so I think if, if it's you guys do our time, hang on. If you guys are on. into it, I, I will buy the. It's podcast time. We do have to take a quick break for our sponsor ad, and then I think the Bourbon Cowboy is going to carve us a pumpkin when we get back. And we just wanted to say great things about the haunt. Oh, we will. We got Alaska. plenty of time left. We're yeah, not there I mean, man, these guys have been great. Let us podcast yeah. here. And, and we're going go to get you guys some killer fucking photos of this place. I'm going to give you nightmares just posting it. So check out this ad from Stone Tribe, and when we get back, the Bourbon Cowboy is going to dig into one of his pumpkins. We'll be right back. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch. 
We are back. Uh, thank you to Stone Tribe for everything they do. Please make sure you download Island Time and so we can make sure we take care of that um, donation and sponsorship they're working with to help everybody, okay? So right now, the Bourbon Cowboy's got his mic on. He is actively carving a pumpkin right here with his, with his custom knife, his own stuff. Um, and we're going to kind of hit like a sports center vibe right now. Uh, Cowboy Sports Center vibe. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Well, I was, I had a different face that I was going to do, but uh, when I got here and I saw some clowns, I was like, man, I'm going to do some clown eyes. And uh, so that'll all work out great. So I'm just trying to do some, uh, get some eye work done, which sounds kind of weird. Um, get some eye work done, and I'll show you the minute I get the first eye done. Yeah, so I want to let you guys know here at Craft and Bureau, right? So the Mad Russian does some articles for us here and there, and uh, he's a master writer. Okay, like the guy can write like any uh name name your name your your favorite author and he's the guy the guy can tell you a story in words and then when he writes it down it's like you want to buy the book you know like it's it's fucking crazy how i can do it tobacco i can talk tobacco until your face turns blue or you tell me to shut up right probably fair i think and, uh, but when it comes to like the podcast you know like we always joke when we start this i don't know it neither one of us i shouldn't even say hi three of us don't know a damn thing. Actually, I'll tell you what, the entire group of hooligans you've seen on this podcast, our Molly group, don't know a fucking thing about broadcasting IT. Now, some of us know IT, but they don't know recordings, this or that, and how to, you know, HR and, and PR and publications and this and that. So we took this whole thing by the run. But one thing I do want to tell you is that a lot of the creative imagery, a lot, 98%, I'll give 98% because I do give my two cents. I do. 97, because we can take 1% for everybody else, 2% for me, and uh, 96. One for them, two for me, and the rest of this. But uh, the cowboy really does carve a lot of what we see and that we actually put into effect in our labels. Uh, we've actually seen a Cyclops uh, pumpkin. We've seen the Hooligan pumpkin. And now this may very well end up being our Lancero. So we'll see what this picture looks like. Well, we're going to try to do a uh, clown. This is actually an old school uh, flay knife I found somewhere. And uh, it's so sharp, I've let it dulled out a little bit because I've sliced my finger a couple times. <laughs> And now I can actually put my finger on it without slicing my thumb off on it. So we've got a we've got a cool uh, 
Patreon video going right now for all the Patreon guys. You know, it's $3 a month. Patreon.com slash Craft Bureau. These are the kind of videos that you get to see this active pumping farming session. And I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. The only reason this is taking in more than three minutes is he changed his design. He's going freestyle right now. Oh, well, I mean. But uh, as we're smoking, what are you thinking about that, that drag, dude? Well, this is awesome. Actually, I think this is a much better pairing with the Balboa than it was with the with Turkey 101. And I, I'm, I'm not saying negative comments about the Turkey 101, but, but the Balboa actually was so complex. I didn't know it's I was got a lot of unique stuff to it, man. I mean, you're not under any pressure, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. We're just getting some content for the boys. You know how it is. Boys and girls. So we do have female patrons. I love you guys, too. Um, but yeah, so what we'll do is we're going to get back to the podcast, all right? We'll see you guys in a bit. We'll take some photos and videos as it gets done. All right? Shoots. Thanks, guys. All right, come have a seat, my man. So how's that cigar going? You said it's better with the Balboa, yeah? Yeah, it is, actually. Um, well, we're talking about something kind of, it's not just sweeter. There's, uh, there's a greater complexity here, too. There's like... Man, I like this. I want more of this, actually. Oh, we're gonna have more of that. Thank good thing you bought two bottles, you hooker. Well, I we did. We did. We did I, secure. We did secure the Bourbon Cowboy a bottle, but currently, based on a phone call on the way, there's only two bottles left. I didn't know that 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 a lot of local places were considering that a, a, a limited release. Well, it is a limited release, man. It's not a... No, so I thought, I thought, like, I, when, I, when I walked into the store, all I thought was, okay, I see this bottle, and I'm very well acquainted with the brand because of the Bourbon Cowboy. But I thought, like... How do they have something that that's new that that, that somewhat that, that we've never yeah, heard? Yeah, I hadn't of. heard of it. So I walked in. I I, I thought, wow! I, I immediately grabbed two bottles and I tucked them under my arm, and I walked around the store looking at the rest of what they had because I decided. So so going to Louisville, this is how I dis this is this is the habit that I picked up when I went to the Michter's Distillery. And I saw. I was like, "Wow, that's that's kind of cool." They have a, a, to, a toasted rye. And then and I and, and then I looked, and there were people who were reaching over me, grabbing the other bottles. And I was like, "Fuck!" I mean, I guess that must be something good. So Victor's toasted rye. Yeah. It's so I so I started. Uh, so, you're dumb. So I, you're stupid. <laughs> so I, so I was grabbing them because I was like, "Wow!" Like people are coming here just for this. And, and then and then I walked around, and and then and then I you know they asked me to show my ID, and then they only let me buy one. 
one of the one of the two bottles that I was walking around with, but I didn't recognize that this was one of those things because because I wasn't in Louisville. I was at a I, I was at the pirate shop, which some some people look at that place and they think it's just a fucking junky gas station. And Cotton Z is a fantastic location. Shout out to them. They are a huge supporter of Craft and Bureau. So, so I'm, um, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not saying anything bad about them. Like, like Captain Zach has, has, has hooked me up a lot. Captain Zach. You're going to get that guy drowned. Saying that. <laughs> Speaking of awesome places, we got to shout out to Lit Cigar Lounge, man. Um, you know, the, the, the Snyder family being there with us from the very beginning, always being a part of it, always working with us. And you know what? Being a downright supporter of the entire thing. You know, uh, our two-year party's coming up there in December. And uh, I'm going to shout this out. I'm going to throw a link up for it. Uh, the podcast will come out after. But they are having a Halloween costume party on Saturday, uh, October 30th from 7 to 11. There'll be drink specials, cigar specials, prizes, things like that. So if you don't have anything going on, go out to Lit. Smoke a good cigar, a great cigar. Uh, my last count, I want to say about 211 different selections. Two of those are the Cyclops and the Oregon, so go nuts. And uh, have a good time, man. That'll be great. Oh, you got hung up, man. Wrong way. So... That'll, that'll be pretty cool. But Captain, Captain Z is a great place. Zach, you know, I got a running joke. You know, the Mad Rush is always talking about how Pirate Captain, Captain Zach. I'm like, I'm going to put that boy on a sinking pontoon and ship out to Mississippi and see what kind of captain he is. So, all right. So, we're going to get some Patreon magic going on here. All right. This is the Viking on the camera, guys. So, that's the cowboy. Finished product. We got ourselves, uh, we got a little pickup. We got ourselves a fresh card pumpkin here. We did a cool little uh, clown setup, which is pretty sweet, you know, watching a live carving. So I wanna I wanna wrap this. You know, we, we, got, we got plenty of time left, but I wanna get this conversation going. Halloween is now a Sunday. Alright. Halloween is a Sunday this year. So what are your plans for Halloween? Halloween day. Well, probably a small recovery for Christ's sake, since considering Good you know, Friday, I have three Halloween parties. I don't even know when we'll get home from the Halloween three. <laughs> So, I don't know, it's gonna be like, you know, I never want it to end, man, it's great. Uh, yeah, this, this guy's gonna come out groovy. So anyway, no, I'm just like, I don't know, I used to have a friend of my brother who was at the graveyard over in Alton, and we always used to do a graveyard tour, and I loved it because I would come over and carve about, I don't know, four or five pumpkins and we would take them around the entry, not necessarily on specific grave sites or whatever, and take photos and they were amazing because you had a pumpkin in a graveyard, which was, you know, kind of spooky and cool. Yeah. 
So I really love doing that. And uh, anyway, I don't know, man. I think we're just going to kind of let it uh, happen or whatever. So I'm in a new place and I'm thinking like uh, maybe I'm, I won't stick around to hand out candy, but but I was thinking, you know, Halloween, there are so many fun opportunities. Absolutely. What are some well, actually, I was thinking it'd be really fun to to, to go to take a date to um um the um. I mean, I could camp out in a graveyard and tell some freaking goat stories about the goat man when I was growing up. Because I had to walk to a graveyard when I got done in elementary school. I'd have to walk to a graveyard to my house. The kids were like, man, don't let the, the goat man get you. And I seriously thought I saw one going home one night about this time of year, and I was like scared shitless. I've got the tennis shoes in high gear. I got the hell out of there. Actually, you know, coming come here, I'm looking at all the, all the all the all the Halloween decor here, and I realize that all this stuff is available year round. But I kind of want to come back to the haunt. This sounds. This actually looks like an awesome place to be. I'm gonna come here. I want to say three or four years now. But this. I don't know how many t-shirts are But this looks like a good place to be on Halloween. I mean, I. I I, mean, I appreciate that they do this, that they, that they do this year round, but but to be here at the headquarters of. I don't know if they're open, but we could check into that. They are. They're open this Halloween. All right, so we're getting a live lighting on uh, the haunt craft and throw pumpkin. Be sure to present this to uh, it's lit. So, what kind of candle is that? Well, it's a, that's a, a good, candle. interesting thought because there's always all kinds of ways to light up a pumpkin. Um, this is traditional candle, but that's a big ass block. Perfect candle for this. Um, I also use the uh, like strobes, like you can buy it. Kmart, Walmart, whatever. And they, um, but the only thing I don't like about them is it's like green, blue, purple, and then red glows up. And I'm like, oh my God, if it would only just stay red. Um, well, you can. So what you got to do is get the ones I have for my humidor where you have random lighting and you have set lighting. Same cost, just different light. Well, I just like the red. Yeah, so mine, like it's right now, my humidor, my humidor lights up orange. And I've got probably, like this pumpkin right here, I got like two or three white ones that are beautiful. And when you put those lights in the white, the whole pumpkin glows. It's a whole different effect. Have you ever done a green one? A what? So when 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 I took my I, I took my children to to a pumpkin farm, local pumpkin farm, and I, I said, pick anything you want. And one of them came home with 
a very dark green looking pumpkin. They got kind of these morphed uh, like uh, gourds, pumpkin. Yes. And uh, they're very hard to carve. They're so thick. They're about two or three inches thick, and they are like extremely hard to get a knife through. And the thing about even mine, I've let it dull out because when it's so sharp, it'll send a slip and it cuts on my fingers. You know, my profession. So, how do you choose between a traditional orange pumpkin and a white one? I love the white ones, but I also love these. And this is the perfect size, right? Because I can carry it with a hand. Or grab a buddy, grab this. We move it from... Because I was, back in the day when I was young, I'd carve a couple and we'd take them to, you know, like, for example, we always went to... Um, uh, pops for the moon and I'd leave him a pumpkin for the night and um, so I just wanted to keep them small and simple and I a lot of them are you know simple faces and then originals and Halloween and Jack Skeleton and they just seem to love them. What do you look for in a pumpkin that you're gonna that's well, I always think you want to have a good stem. I mean look for that size pumpkin that's an amazing stem because usually you don't get more than about one or two inches right so I always look for one that's fairly round and it protrudes kind of on one side which that's where your face is going to be and then hopefully the uh, stem doesn't come like completely over here on your face which would yeah but that bad. could be fun with a cool carving though right and I've done a lot of these where I incorporate the lid with the face Well, that's pretty sweet, guys. You get, if you join the Patreon, you get to see the carving of the pumpkin. Uh, Everything like that, but we did have a pumpkin go on. So, we're finishing up our monsters. We're going to have a couple more pours of this Balboa ride that I think we're all pretty excited about. How did your pairing go with the Balboa? That's what I want to know. Cowboy, let's start with you, man. Well, I think it was fantastic. I mean, it's not one of those that I would say <clears throat> last week. I mean, if we've done at the point we've done a hundred, there's probably we're going to start a list of our top pairings. That was one of my top pairings, but I definitely think this really goes. Even though that Balboa is really good, it's got a lot of flavor. It's fairly smooth. I think this is full packed with spices and earthy tones and whatever. And I think it complements this damn oh, no, I very well. Yeah, well yeah, all the rest is 2004 when I got back. But, uh, no, we got... Hello. And you, Drac on the bubble. Actually, I th I think the Drac is a is a perfect pairing because I because the because the Drac is actually kind of a sweeter cigar. It actually reminds me of the, if I'm allowed to say it, the 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 last Calaveras of, of last year. Yes, you are allowed to say it. Go ahead. So the the, the last Calaveras. Wow, the track that reminds you of the twenty. Because 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 of the sweet content, I mean, it, it is actually a much sweeter cigar than than, than I ever expected, especially in, in in that Vitola. I mean, it's a it's not the same thing. It's it's just that that when I'm pairing it with, um, and it's weird to also talk about a rye that that has that's kind of categorized by by. A very 
tweet forward content. Uh, uh, I'm really happy with it. I, I actually, I actually think that like, um, so I make I make a, a pumpkin chili, and and people think like, well, what, why would you make a chili with pumpkins, other than just to to, to capitalize on the on the Halloween theme. The, the reason is that, that, that um, pumpkins have a natural sweetness and they add to the, 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 the sweet quality of, 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 uh, of a chili. And so I think that, that if I had, had had the opportunity to take that pumpkin... This particular pumpkin? Well, actually, that would. Talking about a pumpkin. Well, but actually, it would have been really fun if we could have done it with that particular pumpkin, the Craft and Pure pumpkin. Well, the cool Take- thing I want to do is just like listen to my life, food wise. I wanted to perfect the ability to make a good ribeye for somebody. <clears throat> I've learned how to reduce wine and do. I gotcha. I know you have. I made the best ribeye you've ever had in your life. Do you remember that conversation? Halloween of Halloween of 2018. Yeah, the ribeyes I made on the egg. You remember that? And we were down at your place, my house. Yeah, in Arnold. Yeah. The only difference in that was is you made them and you cut them up, so we got to come in and have them. Were they delicious? Yeah. I would have liked to have a standalone carved. Just I like. Do you know why I cut it? Do you remember why I cut it? No. Because you were like, there ain't no way I'm eating one of those. Me and Janelle split half of one. Well, split it after I trim all the fat and all the delicious. I don't trim my stuff. Okay, I'm saying I'm eating it. I'm trimming it out like I'm eating it. I I come all around that ribeye and then I get into the bone and then that middle good stuff. I give it to Janine because I know that stuff around the bone is going to be delicious. The fat that's seared and bubbling on the ends, I love it. Um, But anyway. Now we're all on the stage. No, but I want to talk about your cigar. This is how we're going to end the podcast here. I want to talk about your cigar with the Balboa. Well, this cigar, I mean, the crazy thing about it, it's got a lot of very deep, dark, almost coffee-like earthiness. And then it's got a bold, sweet, spicy, peppery thing to it. And this is the Jason, and it is really amazing. This one is standing out for me. I've smoked, like I said, at the Jekyll the other night. Now, granted, you know, depending on when you smoke it, it could be different. But man, for right now, what we've been drinking and everything, this yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, I gotta say, um, I'm on the prowl for these mummies, man. Um, I actually want, if anybody has a Monster Mash and wants to trade, any any stick in the mash for uh, the mummy, with the or exception of the face. Want to get rid of their home? Oh, mash I haven't even given the creature. Yeah, Or if anybody knows of anyone selling the creature, or, or the, I'm sorry, the mummy outside the skinny monster collection, Casadores, anything like that, I would love to get my hands on those. Just let us know through the Instagram, Patreon, or come direct to the the website. Oh, we hit our 800 website uh, subscriber today. Uh, how much? 800 website subscriber. Wow. 
uh, which thank you guys so much for that, man. I mean, which is kind of cool because that means a lot of you guys aren't even using your phones to listen to the podcast or using the website, which is fucking amazing. Now, I know probably about 20% of those are bullshit subscriptions, but I'm happy with the number, man. It's pretty cool. We got more than Tom Brady. <laughs> but um, no, man, this Balboa, I always talk when it comes to pairing about making sure that you compare and contrast your pairings. Have you got a lot of spice, land with the sweetness? This is a thing there. Now, I know not everybody is going to have a Balboa rye from New Riff and a mummy from the Monster Mash this size, right? But this is going to go in that uh, towards the end of the year when we do our New Year podcast for 22. Um, our post-Christmas podcast. Uh, these will be things that I bring up. I, I put notes in my phone. And I write them down in my little journal I got. And these things will be out there. So uh, I really, really enjoyed doing this today. Um, sorry for the side conversation. The Mad Russian dropped his mic directly towards the table next to us. So I hope you didn't pick all that up. <laughs> but uh, so the Bourbon Cowboy carved the pumpkin. Talk about the inspiration on this pumpkin real quick. I like the crooked teeth. You know, you're even, you dip down over here, you dip down up there, you got kind of a split jaw going on. Well, I was kind of trying to, you know, when I come in here, I saw a lot of clowns. I like the, the uh, Elton John eyes you did, the glasses. You know. Well, I was thinking more like clown faces, like you do original, like square pumpkin, and then put the just a little star in the eye of the clown. it gets dark i think this thing will come in too yeah. and are we going to leave this pumpkin with the haunt i don't know i get pretty uh i think we leave this attached. one with the haunt yeah. i get pretty attached like i mean i might want to share this with somebody else we'll see how, how earlier or whenever we leave but anyway okay so we'll when we wrap this up you know again thank you to let's go lounge our, our shutdown sponsor let's talk haunt real quick Let's talk the haunt. Let's talk about so being being that I am that we are right. I'm a I love Halloween. You're a newbie. Not, I've never been here before, but let me explain my attraction to Halloween. Right, you're a decorative October's your your month kind of thing. I love scary movies. I love what Halloween brings. That's my adaptation. That's my my build out and blow out. That's uh, put it down. Put it down. That is that is my my Halloween connection. That's my kind of gameplay. Um, walking into this place, this is like my dream hangout every freaking day of the year, year round. Like it's on, on the Dead wall, winter, you got you're a missing your Halloween. Everything's fucking crazy, man. Like I want to come down here. On, I'm gonna come down. Here. Do you open Christmas Eve? Are you open on Christmas Eve? I'll be here Christmas Eve. I'm serious. Like it's, it's being being a horror nut and like loving Halloween in that aspect. Like people love Halloween. People love October for the dress up and the fall and all that. But it, it kills me because in February there'll be a killer horror movie that comes out and it'll be fucking great. I paid three dollars to watch the thing the other night. I couldn't believe I had to pay. Dude, for that. I paid a dollar ninety nine to watch the original. 
original Child's Play. Yeah. It was like, well, I could probably find it, but... And you yeah, know what killed me? I paid a dollar ninety nine for Child's Play, then I didn't watch Child's Play two through four free. <laughs> Damn it, man! But I love that thing with um, Kurt Russell, and it's like almost white out, and he's wearing black glasses with a sombrero, taking the old helicopter up to go find out where that damn dog came from that brought the thing to their place. Wherever it was, probably one of those research centers out in Antarctica. Yeah, man, I mean, this place walking here, and they got the Haunt House out here, the Maze of Madness, which is utterly amazing. What's her name? But they have a maze back here, kind of a haunted maze that we haven't been through. It's not open tonight. We're hoping that we can get like a little private walkthrough. I want someone to scare the shit out of me tonight, man. Probably because, you know. They scare me to the point of fight. Labor. <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, I mean, we'll, fuck, me man. and Mark will try to take you up on that. Anyway. If you two think you're going to scare me, you got nothing going. I saw it. Unless so you have a car with red and blues and <laughs> something wrong. Speaking of a witch, um, Jeepers Creepers. First time I ever saw that. I thought that was bad to the bone. Dude, that song. I thought that was bad to the bone. That song was my alarm for so long because I thought it was so funny. It would freak Aaron the fuck out. Jeepers Creepers. Because it's the old time music. Jeepers. It's that doo wop. Some of that 50s, uh, 40s, 50s, 60s shit uh, had a lot of crazy and they can say shit you can't say now they may have even deleted it but man they had shit in there that was crazy well yeah and if you're catching it times. it was like wow that is creepy as hell i want to find out if they live these i think they leave these bananas in year round i was about to ask but those are I mean, planted dude. dude they're thick all around the whole back so i'm like if you can do these i'd start planting these in my well so i do know one thing about bananas if you trim away the growth like the actual fruit the nutrient stays in the bottom they can be cold cellular so maybe they pack them with a bunch of leaves yeah like on the root base cut them all off right and the leaf is year, fine no no you cut the fruit growth stop the banana from growing and the nutrition stays in the tree i don't know but i had them but i put them in my basement every year yeah i would I yeah would i just put them on my palms and clean them up and, and i'd put them in my basement all right, guys, so check it out. This is the Viking Mahalo. Thank you guys for everything, man. Being out here at the haunt, we're going to do what we normally do. Now we're actually going to enjoy the haunt. Sun's going to come down. This one-of-one one pumpkin is going to light Jeep up. will come out. And, and we're, we're going to enjoy this. Silly. So yeah. this is from the Viking Mahalo. I'm and I, you know, Bourbon Cowboy. And listen, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And, man, happy Halloween early. But we're at the haunt, and we're getting all pumped up. We're glad you guys uh, were checking in with us, and we'll leave it with the uh, rush in there. Check us out, brother. You like bum or spear? Like he just spit in my pumpkin, I think. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't know what uh, that meant. You know what? I we love it. Spit. We love it. That's what I need. Say something nice to the people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he said yes, I so, love you. Alright guys, grab the drill, yes, we're out, we're out. In November, deuces.